Hey guys, it's Kelly Walker, the Queen of Manifesting, and this week is a special episode straight from the cruise ship. We had our first workshop this morning, and um, I actually taught about how to do a podcast. And as part of the workshop, I interviewed some of the people in the class to actually be on this episode of the podcast. So I'm calling it the Manifesting Chronicles, and everyone told a story about something they have manifested. So sit back, relax, and get ready to hear four awesome stories from my cruise attendees on things they have manifested. All right, our first guest for this special episode is Adam Platt. Adam is a achievement coach uh, that I've known for a few years and he's awesome. So Adam, tell us your interesting manifesting story. Oh, so I love this topic of manifesting and being able to uh, bring the things into your life that you want. And years ago, when we first learned about vision boards, actually, uh, we, we decided to create a vision board. And so we put our vision board up and I'm like, I want a new job that pays me X amount of dollars. It was actually, so at the time I was making about $65,000 a year and I wanted a job that made $80,000 a year, <laughs> which was to me a big stretch. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I put it up on my vision board and I'm like, okay, I want this job. And uh, I'd look at it every day and I'd, you know, sit there and tell myself, I'm going to get this job, I'm going to get this job, I'm going to get this job. And my boss at the time, he was a really cool guy, still a really great friend, but he's like, hey, I want to get you a raise, but I can't get you a raise unless you get like an offer. And so I'm like, okay. So I, I you know, start putting my resume out there or whatever. And, and, uh, and actually I had a recruiter call me and said, hey, I think I've got this job that would be perfect for your background and love to have you interview. So I'm like, okay, sure. So I go and I do this interview and uh, they just absolutely loved me. And in the meantime, I also got another interview with another company and so I went to that. And the recruiter came back to me and said, hey, we're gonna pay you. They, they really loved you during an interview and I won't, they wanna make you an offer. It's going to be $70,000 a year. I'm like, oh, that's, or 75,000 or something like that. It was just shy of my, yeah. my goal that I wanted. And I'm like, oh, it's not quite what I wanted. And so I kind of negotiated with him a little bit and he, I think I got him up to, yeah. I, I think maybe he came back with 70 and I said, I want at least, you know, I want to make 80 because mm -hmm. I want to reach my goal. And he's like, well, we, the most we could do is 75. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. Okay, well, um, I can maybe I kind of justified, you know, after a year I'll get a raise. Maybe I'll get a bonus <laughs> right. and I'll hit that 80,000 a year. So I, I accepted. I, I went to my boss. And he's like, ah, that's way more than I can give you. But as a as a boss, I, that sucks for me. But as a friend, go for it. That's awesome. <laughs> and so he, he was very supportive. So I, I put in my two weeks at my current job. And, and I literally was my last day of my job. I got a call from the other job I had interviewed for. And they said, hey, we want to make you an offer, but we need to know what you're making. And I said, well, I'm making 75000 a year. And anyways... <laughs> And because I was, I was, you know, right. Monday I was going to get this new job. <laughs> right. And so I told him all this stuff. And then he's like, well, if we made you an offer of 90000 a year, <gasps> would you what? be willing to leave your job? And I'm like, yes, I would. Oh, my God. <laughs> and not only that, but the job I was going to start on Monday was a 30-minute drive. This job was five minutes from my house. <gasps> 
$90,000 a year. Oh, my gosh. And my boss was like, dude, that's awesome. He was so excited for me. And so, <laughs> anyways, it really kind of sucked because that weekend I had to make a decision how I'm going to tell the job I was supposed to start on Monday. I'm Ooh, not coming in on ouch. Monday. So, Awkward. Monday morning I had to get up and call them and say, I'm not going to be there today. That's I'm starting crazy. this other job. But it was amazing because I was able to manifest this job of $90,000, which was above what I was wanting to make. Right. And I did it all because, one, I had faith that it would happen. Two, I, I had my vision board, and I had this vision of what I wanted. And, yes. and so for people who are listening, I, I would always say just don't ever compromise on what you want. Keep pushing towards it. Keep, keep that vision and have the faith. I had this really amazing call with a, a woman named Sharon Lecter. I don't know if you know who she oh, is. Oh, yes. Um, Absolutely. We were on a, a mastermind call with her, and she shared this amazing topic of faith. And she said, so many people say, take a leap of faith. And she's like, I don't love that saying. I say, take a leap with faith. She just changed that one oh. word from of to with. Yeah. And she said, the difference is, is if you take a leap of faith, you're just hoping it's like throwing a wet noodle on the wall and hoping it sticks, right? <laughs> that something will happen. Right. But if you take a leap with faith, you're going forward with confidence and the faith that it's going to happen. And yeah. that's a big difference of what it means to me to manifest what yeah. you want in life. And just have that vision, have that goal, and have the faith that it's going to happen. And so I just that, that's one of my most amazing stories of how I've manifested a job that I wanted to make the money that I wanted to make to support my family. And it happened. And it was even above and beyond of what I was asking for. And it was, it was just amazing. So I love that story. That's a great story. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share. It was awesome. You're welcome. Okay. Now we're going to move to another amazing cruise attendee. So hang on just a second. Okay, our next guest is Jennifer Seeley, and she is a branding photographer and one of my oldest friends. <laughs> How long has it been? Not that long, right? It's it's over, it's over two years <laughs> over now. Two years. <laughs> uh, so we are going to hear a fun story from Jennifer now, all about manifesting. So. Do you mind if I go a little bit spiritual Not on this? Not at all. I love it. So, so I, you know, when I first looked at the manifesting method, I was so excited because it so matches up with prayer. Right? And how we would talk to our Heavenly Father. Because if you start looking in the scriptures, there's a ton of, you know, take the time to behold what you want. I can give you a reference. Yes. But it's all there. And yeah. so, so I really combined it with... A, a conversation with my heavenly father about it. So, so here's my manifesting story. Hmm? We were getting close to needing to replace a car. Oh, and our car was 13 years old. You know, it's not going to last that much longer or, or it's going to start costing a lot of money to last that much longer. So we're like, well, it's probably time to replace it. Plus the car was a little big for the size of our family. So I said to my husband, Mike, we can, we can save up toward this, but I suggest we kind of apply this manifesting method and Ooh. prove the Lord that he'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. And so that was in the fall. And I tell you, like money came out of the woodwork. <laughs> we, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say we wanted to buy a car with cash. Oh, we wanted wow. to pay a car. We wanted to pay That's cash huge. for a car. 
And so, so we money just kind of like come up from the depths of the ocean or something like that. It was, it was so amazing to watch. And then we put, you know, we just kept putting it into one savings account. We had a separate savings account just for that. And, you know, it got up to 20000 and then it was 26000 and then it was 30000 And what the heck? We had over $40,000 in that account. Oh and we weren't sure exactly the car we were looking at. Yeah. We weren't sure exactly what the final result, because right. fees and blah, 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 right? Right. But we, when we went to go to buy the car, the car we wanted wasn't available. But we'd saved mm-hmm. so much money that we bought a much nicer <laughs> car. <laughs> And paid cash. Upgrade. So That's it so was cool. like it was so amazing. It was like everything just kind of fell into place and yeah. I I drive a hybrid <gasps> now. Oh with a panoramic sunroof. Thank <gasps> you very much. Wow. It's a nice car. Swanky. But it was like I was like in a lot of ways I feel like I almost didn't earn it mm-hmm. because it just seemed to appear. Like the, the money appeared <laughs> because that's what we asked the, the Lord for. That's amazing. That's what we asked. Anyway, that's the story. I often call my <laughs> manifesting formula prayer on steroids. So I'm glad you pointed that out. It's a, it's fantastic. I mean, we it was part of our prayer process. You know, yeah. Heavenly Father, we'd like to pay cash for a car. We'd like I to not be in that. debt. And so, you know, hey, it was awesome. Good job. Good story. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's move on to the next cruise attendee. All right. Now we have Amy Winsett an intuitive energy reader and energy wellness teacher who lives in Kaysville, Utah. Amy, tell us a story. Okay, I have a story for you that's about love. Aww. Okay, I've been married, full disclosure, I've been married three times, and I only did it right (laughs) one time, and that's because after the second time, I had a little bit of time to think about it and go, what in the holy heck have I done? And I realized there were some things in my energy, my spirit, my soul that I needed to shift and no longer be a match to because as you know, Kelly, manifesting is a lot about that vibration you're putting out there. Yep. And what is that vibration bringing back to you? Exactly. And I remember so clearly at one point I was in a, I was a single mom and I was just in a hurry to provide and in a hurry to be a mom and everything's in a hurry. And I remember going to grab my keys to go to my car to go to work that day. And it was like one of those little moments where your angels get in there and stick in your head and they said does your energy vibrate at the frequency of someone who's married and I went no it vibrates at the frequency of someone who's a single mom Mm. so what am I going to keep getting so I had um, from the first marriage to the second was a seven-year gap which I never would have imagined that I would have been single that long it just I just was and then it was a another unfortunately uh, bad marriage as many therapists those of us with the therapist heart like to attract those who have um, endless they're basically our endless clientele exactly we just said oh you have more problems (laughs) I love solving problems Um, so I needed to shift that. I actually, after the second marriage, did go into a career for massage therapy. I own a spa now. Uh, and I'm using my gifts for those who actually appreciate that aspect of me without taking advantage. And it's very rewarding. Uh, but then I went another five years, actually, until my third husband, which, again, to me, is just a mind-blowing amount of time for me to be alone when I really love love and I love marriage. But at that moment, I realized I do not vibrate at the frequency of someone who's married. And it made me think, like, what would that vibration be? Now, I'd been married a couple times before, so I get that. It's a little bit slower. You feel a little bit more like you got a team. It's a little less frantic. And so I imagined every molecule in my body starting to vibrate at this frequency of being married and being, like, happily married, though. Yeah. And, and that really it just shifted that day for one. 
a few months later, I finally felt ready to do that whole, well, I had a dream and I woke up from this dream and it was like, yeah, you need to do online dating, which of course everybody hates. But even with my clients, I explain all the time, the number one way we're meeting these days, even the young ones are meeting online. Yeah. So let's all get over it and let's just do it. So I, I did feel like I needed to do that. I went on to a, a dating site I'd been a member of for quite some time. And I was ready to start really imagining that I was a match to what I'd always wanted since I was six years old, Aww. which was a guy with dark brown hair. <laughs> dark brown hair. Dark. I think Superman in the 80s maybe really turned me on to that. <laughs> my father also has dark brown hair, but that stuck in my head. So here I had been married to two blondes previous to this. Oh. And, and I, you know, I was a good wife and tried to love them as, as I could. But in the back of my head, there was this thing that was like, where's your dark brown hair? Oh I want gosh. the dark brown hair. I don't know why it was so important. Well, this this is the cool thing about online dating. You can go in there and say, I want dark brown hair. Yeah. And you, that's all you get is dark right. brown hair. People showing up. Perfect. It was awesome. And I'm like, you are nice. You are nice. You're scary. Yeah. You, you got to use, use your intuition. You got to go through uh-huh. that. And um, I just kind of like, it's, it's torture. I'm going to tell you, online dating is torture. But this is so important why you learn about manifesting is you've got to be very clear on what you're looking for and then all the everything. Yes. yes, there's a ton of people on there. Do not ever, ever, ever speak to. Block them. That's the other beauty of online dating. Yeah, Just block <laughs> them. <laughs> and then even if you only find one in a million, you only need one. You only need one. You only need one. <laughs> so I had my radar going pretty good. And I was doing that. I remember it was December 7th of 2015. I had just been meditating. I meditate a lot when I take baths and use essential oils and stuff. And I was meditating and I was seeing the dark brown hair. And I thought, well, how tall do you want him to be, Amy? Uh, and I thought, over six foot would be kind of cool this time. Let's give it a whirl. Yeah. It just felt right. Um, how in shape does he need to be? Does he need to be like the gym rat guy? And I go, gosh, I hope not, because I don't want to be the gym rat wife, okay? Because no. that's not happening. And so I thought, no, I'm okay if he's got a bit of a dad bod, little belly. I don't mind the belly. Even with the last two husbands that had flat bellies, I was like, no, nah, I don't mind a little belly. So it was interesting. And I got out of the bathtub and got dressed and I just was like, I'm doing this. I know what I want. I'm going to go find this right now on this dating app. I opened it up and I saw a picture of what would be my future husband. Again, I had seen him several times, but this moment, all the energy was in alignment. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what would it take for him to get him to respond? Because not everybody's active on those. They don't always respond. True. And um, I heard this voice in my head that said, if you send him a very personal message, not just a flirt, as you can do, he will respond. And I was like, okay. So I just said, hey, I like your profile. I'm interested in you. And I would like to get to know you better, which is different than a flirt. Flirt's like, you're cute. And that's it. It's right. not really very personal. And he immediately responded, which is, can be unusual. And yeah. he said, what would you like to know about me? Let me start. And he gave me a full email. <gasps> and oh, we, my goodness. We emailed back and forth three to five emails or something oh. over the course of a few hours. <gasps> and by the third email exchange within that night, I was shaking because I had realized, like I just knew it. This oh vibrated gosh. the frequency, this is the one. I, I'm also, I'm intuitive, some call it psychic, but so I kind of can see things before they happen. I know things when they're right. And my hands were just shaking as I was starting to write these other emails. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm 38 years old. I finally got this figured out and here it is. And it's weird, it was weird dating him because I kind of saw the end from the beginning. Yes. And <laughs> I had to not say stupid things like, well, when we get married or... <laughs> There was this one time I looked at him. We were dating about eight months, and I looked over at him because he's so handsome to me. And I looked over and I go, oh, I can't believe that God has given me such a handsome husband. And he looks at me like, we're not even engaged. <laughs> we were close oh. to engagement. So, so, 
Sometimes. Don't let yourself get ahead of yourself. A lot of people out there listening to this are very empathic. You're seeing things before they happen. We have to act like we're stupid to fit into society. Go for it. But we all know the truth. And the truth is, is that... um, you know, we started dating right after that, and we were married 15 months later. We've been married for four and a half years, Aww. and we even have a couple more kids together than the yeah. ones we already had. And yeah, I it's love amazing. It. And I'll tell you, the first few months I was dating him, I, st- I told him, I said, I created you. Yeah, you did. I meditated on you, and I created you. And he would say, I'm pretty sure my mom created me. <laughs> and so that would be like the standing joke. But later I changed it. I said, I made myself a match to you, Aww. which is the real truth. That's amazing. I made myself a match to what I wanted. Yeah. Oh, what a good story. Thank you. You totally manifested him. I did. All right. Let's move on to our next attendee. Okay. Now we are going to talk to Lacey Platt, who is an international speaker and best-selling author. Yay. <laughs> so Lacey, tell us a manifesting story. All right, so I'm going to kind of play off my husband's story from earlier in this episode because, honestly, manifesting doesn't always work exactly like you planned it to. Absolutely. So he kind of mentioned we had a vision board going, and we were kind of brand new to the whole idea of manifesting. And what I didn't realize was that you have to be very specific. Somebody else (laughs) brought that up. I think it was Amy. Um when you manifest something be very specific of what you wanted yeah and i did not know that at this particular point in time in my life oh boy (laughs) so um i was very much like focused on helping adam achieve his vision board goal of the new job and so i thought my job as the wife is to just send him all the good energies, all the good vibes and like go for it go for it do it you got this you know and i was cheerleading him on and in the back of my mind, what I was really manifesting was money, right? I was just like, if we get more money, because that's what the whole job idea was for, was we needed more money. To get a raise. So, and it was just like, we were expanding our family. We didn't really understand how at the moment, but I just felt it was coming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a whole nother story for another day. (laughs) But um, we, I just felt like this energy was happening. And so I was like, okay, what do I really want in my mind at that moment? Cause I thought vision board, I need to know something to put on there. What do I really want? I want money. <laughs> so I had a money goal and then I had a new car goal. Nice. And I didn't really understand how they were going to go. I thought I have to make more money to buy a new car. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of my focus. And um, he, like he said, he was going through this whole thing of uh, quitting one job and starting a new job. Well, because he started, or because he quit his new job before he was supposed to start the other job, there mm-hmm. ended up being a couple of weeks or so in between the two jobs where yeah. he wasn't making any money. So we kind of were strapped financially, you know, anticipating more money coming. Right. And um, I headed to an event, and after the event, I was following a friend to the after party, and she was kind of driving driving a little bit crazy, I'll say that, but me being the person that I am was following her as closely as I could because I didn't want to lose her, and I had no idea where I was going. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I was like, okay, just stick to her, stick to her. Well, she kept kind of like changing lanes kind of quickly. (laughs) <laughs> she changed lanes, and I cut off an Escalade behind me. And I was like, sorry. And then stayed behind her. She got back over, 
We get back over and the same Escalade is there. And I'm like, sorry, again. So two times I had already cut this Escalade off. So she proceeds to change back. And I'm like, do I follow her? Do I stay? Because I really don't want to uh, have to cut this poor Escalade off again. And she gets over and she just zooms. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I get over and I go to follow her. And she kind of hangs back. I think she saw I wasn't coming with her. So we get to uh, just about a stoplight, and she cuts over. There's the same Escalade. So I'm like, (laughs) oh, crap. And I'm in this little tiny Saturn. I'm having, like, anxiety right now. (laughs) So I'm thinking, this Escalade, if this Escalade hits me in my little tiny Saturn, I'm going to get smashed in between two SUVs, right? So I'm just like looking over my shoulder, saying I'm so sorry to the Escalade as I once again cut the Escalade off. And as I'm turning to look at the Escalade behind me, she slams on her brakes because somebody cut her off in front of her. Oh, gosh. And I, as I'm looking forward, proceed to see a a saw blade from my trunk zip past my head and hit the dashboard because I had already hit her as I was looking for the Escalade. Luckily, the Escalade kind of swerved over to the side of the road and didn't hit me from behind. But because I had already hit her, my seatbelt or my seat in the back seat had came down and all of the stuff from the trunk had come forward. That's how hard I hit her. And so, yeah, so the, slot, the saw blade, that's a really hard word to say, hits the dashboard and falls to the oh passenger seat. And I realize at that point in time that I hit her. It's like a horror movie. Right? So my car is, like, I hit just the back corner of her car. So it's like her bumper and a little bit of her back, like, the, behind her tire. So her car is not even that hit because yeah. I'm I was... I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> you clipped but her. The whole side of my, the driver's side of my car just crunched oh, no. in like really bad. <laughs> so we proceed to go around the corner and we pull in a parking lot, and I have fluids going everywhere oh, out of geez. my car. There's uh, smoke. <laughs> and my poor car, yeah, just. Your car's exploding. Right. In every and her way. car still drives, you know, she's like, <laughs> it was fine. So we proceed to have the police come, all of the stuff, and we jump in her car to head to the after party still because we're like, I don't know what else to do. I got to call my husband. He's got to come get me. I'm clear down far away from home, so I have an hour to wait till he can get to me. (laughs) So we just go to the after party, right? And I get to this after party, and I'm just like shaking. I'm just like, I was just in an accident. I don't know what to do. And my husband doesn't have any money. They were going to tow my car. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I get to this party, and everybody was just like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? What can we do to help you? And I was just tears, you know, just like a big blobby mess, right? And just, I don't know. We don't have any money. We might not be able to get the car out. Like, just all this stuff. And it was crazy because I had just learned at this event about something called money friends which is oh, where yes. you carry some money with right. you to have that ability to say i have money right and it has, it's that positive affirmation that you're affirming to yourself mm-hmm. i have money so all of my friends also know this story 
And so they all had money friends. And they proceeded to just give me hundreds and fifties and everything. And at the end of that, I had enough money to, to pay to get my car out of the tow company. That's awesome. And honestly, the, the car was actually totaled. So what we ended up doing was just, <laughs> right, like giving them the pink slip for the car. And then it gave me money to buy the groceries and things that I needed yeah. for the, the, the amount of time that he was out of work. So why I started with that, <laughs> sometimes you have to be careful what you manifest. Yes. I was manifesting money. Did I get the money that I needed? Yes, I did. Did I get it in the way that I wanted to? No, I did not. I hope you didn't want it that way. <laughs> but sometimes, and I say, I, I say my Heavenly Father has a, a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, well, Lacey, you <laughs> did not say exactly how you wanted that. So, <laughs> if you could see my fingers right now. Right? <laughs> Here's my idea of how that's I'm going so to give funny. you money. And so <laughs> that's my that's my thing about wow. manifesting. Make sure you're specific and what Yes. That's such a good tip and good example. Good job. Thanks, Lazy. You're welcome. Well, that was a fun episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. I think that, yeah, that's my first episode I've ever done from a cruise. So today was a groundbreaking episode. I'm excited to uh, do something fun and new like that. If you want to be part of my next cruise, the next one sailing is in September of 2022. And we are actually flying to Rome, Italy first, and then grabbing the ship there at the dock in Rome. And then we are sailing all around the boot of Italy going to Turkey and then through all the Greek Isles. It is a longer cruise. I believe it's 10 days and does require you to fly to Europe. Darn it. I know, right? Tough life. So if you want to join us for that one, we are going to also be talking about speaking, becoming an international speaker, manifesting your dreams as a business owner. So if you want to join us next time, just go by my website, thequeenofmanifesting.com, and click on the events tab and get yourself registered. $500 deposit is all you need for the cruise, and then you have about a year to pay for it. So that is it for today. I love you guys. Thanks for being part of my journey, and everybody have an amazing week, and next week I will be on time, I promise, because I will not be on a cruise. All right, I will see you guys next week. Bye.